0: Thank you for tuning in to the WAM Podcast, where women empower women in business and manufacturing. Hey, good morning, and welcome to the Women and Manufacturing Podcast. My name is Fran Brunel. I am the president of Accelerated Manufacturing Brokers Inc, a company that specializes in mergers and acquisitions only within the manufacturing sectors. We work nationally and I'm your host for today's show. So today we are very excited to have with us Patricia Hume. Pat is the CEO of Canvas GFX, Canvas Envision, is an interactive content and collaboration solution that empowers everyone to use 3D CAD models to share and understand essential product information with speed, ease, and precision. Pat is a dynamic leader whose career in software and high tech spans four decades. You don't look at that old girlfriend, (laughs) (laughs) including 20 years at sea level. Pat is responsible for the creation and the execution of the Canvas strategic vision. Pat also volunteers for a nonprofit organization focused on servicing under disadvantaged communities in the greater Boston area. Pat, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Fran. How are you today? I'm good. I am very excited for this interview. I got to tell you, this is your company makes one of the most interesting tools for manufacturers. I realize it's for other entities and, and sectors as well but I think it has the potential of being game-changing for manufacturers. So I'm so excited to speak with you and share this with the audience. So introduce our listening audience to your company, to Canvas GFX, tell us what you do, why you do it, take it away. Yeah, great. And thanks so
1: much for the opportunity. So here at Canvas, we've been looking at the manufacturing industry for a couple of years now, as we were starting to think about building the Canvas Envision platform. And one of the things that we noticed is the manufacturing industry is truly starting to embrace digitization, digital transformation, probably over the last 10 years. So we're seeing millions of dollars of investment going into technology to improve efficiency, right, time to market customer retention, things like PLM, PDM, AR, VR, robotics, IoT, on and on and on. But what we saw is they left behind documentation. Yeah, And so we're seeing them continue to use tools that are 30 years, 20 years old, to produce one of the most critical aspects of the whole product, that being documentation. So as you said, we've built a platform that allows our customers to import any kind of CAD model, 2D, 3D, text, JPEG, any kind of data, and then start with a blank canvas, ergo the name, and start to create a new way to think about documentation, product documentation. And of course, the ability to keep that 3D model alive and interactive for the downstream user, the guy that has to consume or gal that has to consume the information is super powerful. So we're really excited to be in a position to help sort of complete the circle, if you will, of technology advancement in manufacturing with Canvas and Vision.
0: So let's talk a little bit about you know, so obviously the engineer in a manufacturing company is going to be, you know, using SolidWorks, using CAD, and you talk about the other people that need access to this information and this data, right? So tell our listening audience specifically what your what your platform or your software does to enable them. Are, are, are you saying that it actually translates a 3D CAD model into a different language that's easily able to be manipulated into a product, like a marketing piece?
1: Yeah, exactly. So here's what we do. We allow the user, so the user can be engineering, it can be manufacturing, it can be sales, it can be marketing, it can be the learning officer, it can be the guy responsible or the gal responsible for fix and repair, yeah? Because everybody has a responsibility to create some type of documentation to communicate to their constituency, yeah? So what happens is whether you're using SolidWorks, CATIA, Autodesk, Siemens, whomever, CAD models, We map the data one-for-one by object into the Canvas Envision creator engine. When it's in there, we provide a very simple user interface that looks like a ribbon interface, think Microsoft, that allows the user then to start to create the documentation right and the documentation can be anything from manufacturing work instructions it can be a collaboration between the designer and the engineer right the documentation needed Mm -hmm. there it can be a marketing brochure it can be a sales presentation so the opportunity is endless in the creation of the required documentation in the manufacturing enterprise.
0: Yeah. So statistically, I think there has always been a disconnect between a manufacturer's marketing or sales department and the engineering department because they speak two different languages. And if I'm understanding what you do correctly, you're bridging, you're using technology to bridge that gap. Is that correct?
1: 100%, right? So if you think about it today, if you've ever worked with a 3D CAD or even a 2D CAD model, I mean, those, those software tools were designed for engineers. And that data has historically been held sacred by that engineering community. So picture the sales guy or the marketing guy that's trying to put together a presentation to tell a customer, here's what we built, Right. So what does he do? He calls up engineering and he says I need a screenshot. The engineer says, "Okay, I'm busy right now, hold on." So he has to wait. When he finally gets his screenshot, they look at it and they say, "No, no, 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 I wanted it turned slightly, you know, to the left or I wanted a different view." And so this back and forth and back and forth causes incredible inefficiencies, yeah? And then when it's all said and done, we get a 2D picture that we get to put into a flat file that we have to then try to tell our story. And our view is if the sales guy, the the marketing gal, can actually work with that 3D model in the Envision platform, yeah, they can create anything, anything
0: to tell the story. That's absolutely fascinating and so needed within the manufacturing community. Now, you all did uh, some sort of survey amongst manufacturers. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, so we are a market-driven company, right? And so I said to my guys, let's, let's test what the market has to tell us. So we did a survey and the intent was to really understand, does documentation have an impact on the bottom line? Yes or no? Is it important? Yes or no? And are the processes and the tools that the customers are using today sufficient. And so we got back response from over 500 manufacturers and the net net, which we were pleased to see because it ratified our thesis, that indeed product documentation is a critical aspect of delivering the solution to the market. They did indicate that poor documentation did impact sales Poor documentation impacted customer retention because when you're trying to fix it and if the documentation is obsolete, can't fix it in the field, yeah? They, they told us that the inefficiency in document creation was lengthening the product life cycle. And today, everybody's agile. They wanna get their products to market first. They wanna be able to iterate. They wanna make design changes quickly and rapidly. So we were told, look, the way it's going today is not efficient.
0: Yeah, it's not. And I imagine that as different versions of a product come out, the the process of recreating the marketing and sales material, again, it's just this would speed the process of getting these, these items into the hands of the sales and the marketing people.
1: Yeah, yeah it's, even, it's even more extensive than that. So if we think about the designers make a change to a part number, let's, let's say it's a screw in a large sub-assembly, yeah? And let's say that screw is used 10 times somewhere in that assembly. And we've done the documentation, whether it's the technical documentation or the fix and repair documentation, all of a sudden that screw is no longer being used. Today, you have to go back and you have to update every page to be current, right? So think about the time and the money that it takes and also a level of potential inefficiency and inaccuracy. With Canvas, when a design is changed, we get a notification that it says new CAD model available. Do you want to accept it? When the, the engineer or the marketer or whomever is using the tool pushes yes, that change permeates every page of the document through the technology there is no human intervention oh
0: that's interesting so companies that that are needing to do you know product installation or product maintenance or you're saying all of the forms and data sheets that a company would use would automatically update yes automatically update.
1: So the the problem of data obsolescence is
0: alleviated. That is incredible. So let's talk a little bit about how manufacturers would use this service. So is it all web-based? Is it installed locally on on a computer? What does that look like?
1: Yeah, so the product is made up of three components. So the first component is what we call the creator engine. Today, the creator engine is a desktop application that runs on a Windows workstation. Later this year, we will have a web version of that that will work in any browser. Mm -hmm. So think of this, the, the document is created in the creator engine. And when it's done, right, the author publishes to the cloud. And once it's in the cloud, people can collaborate around the document and the model in real time. So let's say you and I wanted to review a document. Let's say you're the designer, I'm the engineer, and we want to look at it together before it gets finalized. You can highlight an area and say, hey, Pat, is this the right dimension? Did I? Is this the right alloy? We have all the product information in the document because we have the 3D CAD model present. Yeah? The third aspect is the ability to consume the data. Yeah, And this is, I think one of the coolest part of the application, because if you think about it, if you're a oil company and you have to deploy a field engineer to go fix an oil rig in the North Sea, that individual flies out or takes a boat out or whatever they do, they land and they go into a cabinet, they open it up and there's the the manual for fix and repair. With Canvas, right, we have made it so that the data can be consumed on any smart device anywhere in the world on any browser, so picture the ability to fly out, maybe you have your iPad. You click on a link, it opens up, there's your instructions, there's the interactive model, there are the dynamic animations, you can tear it apart, you can turn it around, you can do anything you need to do from any device
0: anywhere in the world. So if I was a manufacturer, one of the questions I think I would have is surrounding security. Of, but security in two different ways. First, the security of the platform and people accessing it from the web. So maybe speak into that a little bit, and then I'm going to ask you another question about security.
1: Sure, absolutely. So we've built the Envision product on AWS and AWS.gov. And the reason we have .gov is we do have some Department of Defense customers using our product, and they, you know, of course, require the extra added security of AWS.gov. We are doing our SOC 2 Type 2 compliance audit in a couple of weeks. So we are you know, aware and marching toward security compliance. We do to penetration tests. So we do all the things that a, a mature cloud company needs to do to you know, provide that level of security sort of assurance to our customers.
0: Sure. Very nice. Okay. Then the next question I would have with regard to security is, you know, you mentioned having Department of Defense related manufacturers. So I think I'm going to know the answer to this. But- there, for, for, for most DOD contractors, there's gonna be a concern about letting the entire CAD drawing, making it available to a marketing person who might not have appropriate clearance to see the whole thing. Can you restrict who is seeing what and still give them ability to make the marketing piece that they need?
1: Absolutely, okay? The simple answer is yes. It's not only being able to control what someone can see when they're collaborating or creating, but there's also a series of restrictions predicated on the consumption side. So if you want all that data to be hidden, not available, not accessible, we allow that through a set of permissioning that is available inside the application
0: so that that exact concern is being handled. Wonderful, very nice. Okay, what other things would you like our listening audience to understand about your platform?
1: Yeah, I think it's important that people think about the innovation we're bringing to the market, right? Any change is difficult. It's hard to you know, implement change Especially in the manufacturing world, we get used to our workflows, we grow accustomed to our tools, and I would say we deal with the pains of the inefficiencies because it's something that I would say we're accustomed to it. And so what I'd like the audience to think about is our goal here is to be disruptive, our goal is to be able to talk to the innovators and say, take a look at this and think about a new way to do something that's fundamentally important in your business. And, you know, we liken it back to the days of, you know, when Microsoft office was coming out, when, you know, there were all these new tools that we adopted years ago. And, and this is, I would say now is the time in manufacturing. And I'll give you an anecdote, if I may. We had a customer call us the other day and the customer said, boy, we're having a heck of a time with employee retention. And we know this is a global issue, right? We read about it everywhere. The great resignation. And then how do we retain our employees? And this particular company said, I love Canvas Envision because we are able to educate and train our people through visual communication. He said, we have multilingual people working in our factories all over the world. And when we make our manufacturing work instructions, we really disadvantage the employee with very rich text-based instructions. And as we know, as visual learners, as human beings, we learn much more quickly what we can see, yeah? And then the ability to have an experience to interact with that content actually augments knowledge transfer, right? Yes. This company was all about the fact that better visual communications would more rapidly educate the employee, right? And it would improve their performance and hopefully retain them because they would feel better about the job, how to do the
0: job, and their accomplishments therein. So as you think about different sectors within manufacturing or size of manufacturing company, what segment is do you believe is your target market that would really benefit from the use of your product?
1: Yeah, I'm going to answer that in a way that may not be expected. I'm going to answer it in, we look for companies that are true innovators. I was speaking to a very large company on Friday, very large company executive, and he had the title innovator. Okay, he was, he had a title, but the word innovator was in his title. And I said, geez, you're an innovator. So what are you innovating? What, What does that mean to you? right? And do you have the courage and the curiosity to innovate around something that's been done over and over and over the same for the last 30 years? Will you innovate around product documentation? And he was delightful because he said, oh my gosh, I didn't know this existed and oh, I can see this use case and this use case and this use case. So it's not size of company as much as it is okay the will of the company to innovate and be creative and forego the old ways and adopt the disruptive new ones.
0: Yeah, I can see how this really can be industry disruptive in a very good way. And I love the idea of using it as a method to retain workers, to train them faster, to make things more easily understood by them. It all makes perfect sense to me. So we are running out of time. Please tell our listening audience, if they wanna learn more about your company and its platform, how best should they reach out to you?
1: Yeah, please reach out to me. My name is Pat Hume, as you know. My email is pat.hume at canvasgfx.com. I'm a very involved CEO. I love talking to customers. So if anybody has any further interest,
0: I would love to hear from you. Fabulous. Pat, thank you so much for being with us. This was incredibly informative and best wishes as you continue and improve the platform by making it completely web-based. I'll be following you and, and hopefully we can have you back sometime. I would love
1: that, Fran. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity.
0: Hey, I would like to encourage all of our listeners, if you're a woman in manufacturing and you would like to be on the show, please reach out to me, Francis Brunel, on LinkedIn, or you could simply call my office, 908-387-1000. I would also like to encourage our listeners to visit whampodcast.com, where you can see all of our shows and other shows brought to you by the Jacket Media Company. Thank you for joining us and have a great week, everybody. Thank you for joining the WAM Podcast, where women empower other women in business and manufacturing. For more shows like this, go to whampodcast.com. That's whampodcast.com. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.